Welcome to the Triple Cross Basketball Show. We are live on playback for all of those joining us live. Appreciate you all. Uh, we are giving stuff away. I said two for football. Some of you guys were with us for football. Uh, let's do another four for basketball, just because I like basketball better. I don't know. We're going to do six total. That's what we're going to do. Uh, if you're live on playback, if you join our other rooms, so that's playback.tv slash triple cross football or playback.tv slash triple cross basketball, I'm giving you bonus entries onto the wheel to win gift cards and such for doing those actions. Anybody who's in those rooms eh, will be added to the wheel extra. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube afterwards, appreciate you YouTube people, uh, watch watch the whole thing, enjoy the episode, uh, click subscribe, click the bell icon, all that stuff. You can win things too by commenting. If you comment a, a good take, if you comment a take that I'm like, damn, that was pretty smart. Or if you comment a take that I'm like, that was spicy, I don't know if I like it. Or if you say something funny that makes me laugh, if you make me feel something. Uh, you could win something too. So I'm going to pick a random comment today from one of our videos that uh, gets that gets a that gets a uh, gift card, gets a $25 gift card to Dap If you Sports. work better off of prompts, go ahead and just drop a comment referencing your favorite style of underwear. Maybe that you like to wear or <laughs> see other people wear. Just go ahead. That's a little yeah. food for thought. If you need In the comments below this video, you can also go to our other uh, YouTube channels, Triple Cross Football and Triple Cross Basketball. Those have the clips from the show. You can comment there. The more you comment, the more chances you have to win because you could say something that I like. Uh, and so, yeah, don't just comment in one video. Comment on all of them. Uh, Air Jordan boxers, said Tom. I like it. Uh, well, all right, Casey. the comment section, but we appreciate not, that. You know what? I, I, that's, I think it qualifies, you know? No, it doesn't qualify. You got to do it. It doesn't qualify. That's very Literally. confusing the way you laid out the rules. To I'm this. sorry. It doesn't qualify. Same thing it's for you people. Qualified. You people. You people listening on audio. You audio mm -hmm. people. Uh, when you're not driving or working out or doing whatever it is you're doing right now, welding. If you're welding right now, don't do this. Keep welding. Uh, but when you're not welding, maybe do it. Open up your little phone ski. Go to go to the YouTube's and uh, and comment on our videos. And we are picking people that win things from the comments. Uh, Casey, we're going to talk about basketball. You ready to talk about basketball? Absolutely. I was All ready right. to talk about basketball on the last show. I thought we were about to talk about basketball on the last show, <laughs> but we weren't. We're talking about football. It's a real uh, audible you pulled. You were like, hey, guess yeah. what? Not talking about what you think we're talking about now. Let's switch Actually it up. Actually talking about this. All right. So let me uh, share a little uh, one of our one of our faves, our, our little fan fave over here, uh, the the Pat Bev pod talking about Wemby versus Chet. We got to get in on the Wemby versus Chet debate early. Uh, we're going to, we're going to put our two cents in on it right now. Uh, but let's hear what Pat has to say. Can you hear that Casey? I can. By the way, sometimes when you ask me for football picks, that's exactly how I feel. Like F you, I don't, I don't want to pick this. You pick it. <laughs> Wait, Chet is too. Uh, okay, so that was funny, number one. I think Pat Bev might be... Okay, before we get into the Wemby versus Chet thing, what's Pat Bev better at, basketball or podcasting? That's the real question. 
Probably podcasting. I mean, he hasn't been in it as long, and he's a superstar. So he's pretty good at basketball, but he's a great podcaster. I mean, he's, he's really good at basketball. Let's let's give him his due. He's really yeah, good at. I mean, very, on like a person a person to person scale, he's, like, he's number, really good at basketball. He's currently the number one rated defensive player in the league currently, like right now. And that's uh, not even like that's not like an anomaly. He's always yeah. That that's high. That's high. But I mean, sure, he's, he's that's he's his a game. Defensive beast. Yeah. Yeah. He t- he takes his role seriously. That's for sure. I I think you mentioned uh, on the last episode that the uh, Don Mitchell is like second in steals, and you said that's like yeah. uncharacteristic. I'm saying this is pretty characteristic. Yeah. So uh, a lot of people saying Wemby Wemby to start a team over Chet. He's a foot taller than I think. When you frame the question that way, of like who would you rather start a team around, it does make sense to say like Wemby is a freak. And he's young enough that he might still grow. Last year, he was still growing. We were like, yeah, this seven foot four kid from France. No, actually, he's seven foot five now because he's a kid and he's still growing. So, like, there's a world where Weminyama keeps growing. If you're going to build a team around him, uh, it makes a lot of sense. Here's the thing, though. I think, do you think that this, like, oh, he's so tall thing? Almost like to me, I feel like it feeds into the casual narrative of basketball, like, oh, they're just really tall. Where I'm like, it minimizes how good he is, uh, in a sense. I hear what you're saying, and I think that. I mean, I'm I'm a little bit in that casual narrative, right. also. So I yeah. I think that I think that calling it a casual narrative is not holistically true. I guess I think it's more. I think it's casual plus at least. Like there's some merit to it, but it can be exaggerated too far in a casual conversation. Uh, well, I mean, I think it's getting a, because he's so t- like people are talking about how tall he is instead of the fact that it's like, like Roan even said it in that clip. Like he's so smooth. He's got like really a very mature right. game for a kid who's what, 18 years old or something like that. Uh, mm-hmm. Chet Chet's technically been in the league a year. I didn't play at all. So yeah. he's still considered a rookie, but like, you know, Chet's older and he's like more like he had a year to lift and to get bigger and to like fill out. And, uh, and he's huge. You see the muscles on him? compared to last year, dude, he is huge. He's yoked yeah, compared I mean, to last year. Crazy. He was he's so he, scrawny. Last year, he looked like a skeleton with a condom pulled over it, man. Like he was I'm, just I'm pretty, sh- pretty sure the thickest spot on his arms are his elbows. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I think, you know, somebody just said it in our playback chat. Players are not good just because they're tall. Uh, and, and there's, I've said this to you before that it's like, honestly, there's a, there's a, there's a, like a, like a price of entry. You kind of have to be like six feet to be in the NBA. But after that, a lot of it is based on how good you are, how skilled you are. Now, Wemby is skilled enough that even if he was only seven feet tall, I guess that's the question. If he's only seven feet tall, do you think he's, as good as I'm actually not fully convinced he's better than Chet period. But if he's only seven feet tall, is he still this? Is he still like, Oh my gosh, this guy is insane. No. Oh, not as insane. Not not as we might still cut the threshold. I think he's insane. I think he's the same thing. I think he's the same thing as Chet, right? Like at Chet's seven, one or whatever. Like, Like if he's the same height as Chet skill wise, I think that's where he is like his skill. But that's what's happening here is it's, it's getting minimized because he's this freakish tall, long guy. I hear what you're saying. Uh, but I mean, one of the reasons why in your, uh, your cam quality, just so you know, kind of, I don't know what happened there, but anyway, um, kind of fell off. Uh, but Part of the reason why I believe it's the right answer to, that you would build around Wemby as well is that Wemby's yeah. way more marketable, for one. You know, I mean, and if he weren't at 
the exact height he's at or taller, he would be a little bit less of that kind of like, whoa, to like the more casual people to he's, market to them. It becomes less of a circus thing if he's yeah, not. And a, maybe people yeah. recognize his game better for what it is. But also, I mean, I think you're you're kind of discounting the possibility that his game, and maybe I'm wrong, but maybe his game would be only 95 is good 95% as good as it is I, that and that's that's that i think what i think that's the point i'm addressing i think i'm glad you worded it that way i think the point i'm addressing is that like i mean is there a world where wemby could build his game around not being tall no he's always been tall like he can't build a short right. person's game he couldn't but, be 6 feet tall <laughs> he can't be 6 feet he doesn't he's live not in a world yeah where he could be 6 feet tall uh, but but what I'm saying is I think he's actually that skilled to where if he was if he was Kevin Durant's height or if he's six seven six eight six ten whatever like a, a normal height for like a forward in the league like I think this is how good he is he's still this good uh, maybe maybe a few fewer blocks right like some of those blocks I mean obviously because of the length but I think he still has that level of production like I, 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 this is what I mean is that I think like this whole circus show of him being tall is this very like watch watch him play five six seven games full games and you're like this isn't because he's tall like he is good he's really good uh right. he, he would be really good if he was six seven so i yeah i think honestly he's gonna be a little i shouldn't say hindered but this is gonna be the thing for his whole career it's like oh he's just a freak you know i don't think that i don't think watches, that's the case i think anyone who watches not a ton of basketball will say like well yeah of course he's good he's seven foot five have you seen that freak guy who's seven foot five who's really good he's good because he's like it's always going to be attached i'm like no he's really good and he's also seven foot five kind of unrelated like i feel like i'm going to take a stab at i I think you're a little polarized here uh because i don't think that's going to be his future you know if he does what we expect him to do i think those questions are easy to ask those points are easy to make when you're a rookie with six or seven games into your career or whatever it is you know, but six or seven years into his career and he's always done that. Like he's not going to be talked about like, of course, it's just because he's tall. Like we don't yeah. talk about anybody like that who is an actual bona fide superstar. I can't think of one. Uh, Yeah, I mean, it's there's nobody as tall as him, though. That's the thing. It's like if, the, you know, he's the tallest guy in the okay. league. No, but is there any superstar at all? Who none of say, the other. Well, they're none just of the, a superstar because they're tall. None of the other superstars are the are the tallest guy in the league. Okay, you're, or have you're sidestepping been, my you know point I mean? completely, though. We're not. We've ne- Is there anybody you would say you'd have to go back a superstar just because of their height? You you'd have to go back to like Wilt Chamberlain or Bill Russell, and I don't know what the narrative was. But those guys were incredible basketball players. What are we talking about? They were superstars. They they the point you make for Wemby stands for those guys. Obviously, no, that, that that's what I'm saying though is that I'm like I I don't know what the narrative was like if it was like oh yeah they're you you when you're really tall like that you're great at basketball it's like they are that because they're tall I'm like he is not that because he's tall he's tall and he also is that right like it's mm-hmm. that I think that's my point and so but it, it wouldn't be the narrative for any super other superstar who's not the tallest guy you got to be the tallest guy in the league for that to be the narrative you know no, I don't think so I disagree with that too I mean you could say if uh when when David Robinson was was uh, I don't know if he was a superstar. Okay, maybe. Yeah, but I mean, like, we, we I think you got to be talking about like the one of one player, the five, you know, maybe one of the five r- best players or something like that. Right, right. But or like a yeah, I mean, I don't know. So, who, so the who only guys who qualify right now would be like KD or 
because not even the five best players aren't even all tall dudes. So like it'd be like mm-hmm. Katie or Giannis, but but no, because they're like relatively average height or slightly above average. No, height yeah, for I think the league. you'd have to go to a superstar who was tall. That's why I'm trying to reach to a different Shaq, level of it'd guy. Be Shaq yeah, or Yao Ming. Yeah, that was the narrative. Right, around exactly. Yao Ming is Ming is a great example. And that was the narrative. Kind of go, okay, he kind of was just tall, right? Like, yeah, I mean, that, that was and like, how we look at his career in retrospective. Right. The difference being, I think that he like wasn't the player he was without height, and Wemby is. You know what I mean? I think that's, and I just don't want Wemby to end up having that say. And I digress. This wasn't what this was supposed to be about. Uh, but you made like, it I, this. You brought us here. The I I don't want Wemby to fall into that same narrative that happened to Yao, where it's like he was the tallest dude in the league, and that was like what. But also. His game was not as good. A lot, it was very dependent yeah. on his height. I think that's his game is too. very good. I think I represent an NBA casual fan about as good as anybody could, and I think that's at least as far as I I can tell, that feels recognized. He's not Sha- the same thing as Sha- Yao Ming. Shaq would be Shaq would be another one, but Shaq was such a like, different play style, just a beast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, you can't separate Shaq's play from his body type at all. Like we right, can even just... talk about with Wemby. Right. Yeah. Like Shaq's game doesn't translate to a different body. Wemby's game translates right. to like a guy who's a normal height for a forward, I think. Um, right. Yeah. I agree with so, that. And I but, think, but Chats I don't think, well. I don't think he would necessarily, I still don't think he would be this like as rarefied air. So, I mean, I think we, we're already in the point where like Wemby, is he a top 10 player in the NBA? Not, not as of today. No, I don't think so. No, he's, but he's in the conversation, right? That's not that crazy to say. He's, he's in the conversation, like probably not right. this year, but it, like, I think there's the, if we're projecting this out, like, yeah, he's the next wave. Yeah. yeah. By the end of year. Even, okay. So if you were six, seven, I don't think he's in that. I don't think he's at least automatically in that category. Anyone who's six, seven, putting up the numbers that Wemby or Chad are putting up would be as a rookie would be very talked about. No, oh, no I know, no but just that, yeah. to the same point about the blocks, like he'd probably have a few less of some certain things in there. I think, yeah, his stats well, I think blocks good. mainly. I think blocks mainly and boards, maybe, but boards, like, I don't, yeah, right, <laughs> maybe, but I, it's not like he's getting boards just because of his height. Like, Even he's getting, I have position. to imagine, like, boards are a lot about percentage. I know he can shoot from, from anywhere, but I imagine he has to take enough inside shots to where his field goal percentage is probably up a little bit too than if you were playing a six, seven type of game, right? Like, I think so. scoring, I think scoring assist and rebound numbers would be pretty similar, actually, if he was six, seven. That's, I think that's the point I'm making is that I'm like, I don't think a lot of his game is, is dependent on his height. And, and like, you're saying, would it be slightly, maybe it'd be slightly less, but maybe some things would be more. I don't know. Like, uh, maybe yeah. it's just like, there, I, I, what I'm saying is I'm like, I don't, I think a lot of his game would be very similar. A lot of his numbers would be very similar at six, seven. Like his game translates to just anybody really. If I may, um, what you're saying is Wemby's got that dog in him, and he always would. He got no that dog what. in him. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so back to the point here. And I think Chet is actually the same. I would say the same thing about him. If he was 6'6", six, 6'5", six, six, look, do I live in a world where Chet could be a guard? No, he just doesn't have that body. We don't, mm-hmm. we don't know what he would look like at six feet. It's impossible to translate his game to that. But uh, translate it to a normal height for a forward, his game translates as well. So back to the original question, Chet or Wemby for you, Casey? Yeah, I mean, Wemby's too sexy right now, right, to like probably pass up on it. But Chet's got this, I kind of think he's got this like underdog kind of thing going on because of that too, right? Wemby is the more marketable guy. He's getting more of the the airwaves, you know, talked about 
referring to him compared to Chet. But Chet's going to be good at what Chet's good at. You know, like I don't if he can stay healthy, which is being that body type. I think that's as hard a thing as anything. Right. Not just yeah. the big guys get hurt more, but big scrawny guys definitely get hurt more. Yeah. Uh, if he can stay healthy, I mean, he's a force. And you know me, I like my I like my guys to have pretty defined roles. So yeah. I think there is especially, uh, you know, as their careers go forward, they're just going to represent different things, I would assume. Maybe uh, Chet is like one of those guys who doesn't cost a franchise as much, easier to pair with another guy. So maybe he has like yeah. better team success because Tim Duncan, or <laughs> sorry, well, for because uh, uh, Wemby isn't necessarily <laughs> Tim Duncan yet, right? Like he doesn't, <laughs> but he doesn't have that team success that Duncan had yet, right? Like, yeah, because he might never get that running mate in the same way. So, that, so, Ch- so Shaq and Yao is actually kind of a decent comparison because, like, Yao yeah. was like Yao basically anchored the Rockets and was like the main reason they were good there for a while. I mean, they, I think they he overlapped with T Mac and some other guys, but like. Shaq was Shaq and Co- like it was it was Shaq's team, but like he had a very real running mate on any team that was ever in the 2006 Heat. He had a very real running mate in Dwayne Wade uh, and some other kind of aging guys as well. On the Lakers, obviously, he had a very real running mate with Kobe. So like, yeah, Shaq's probably the Chet. Yeah, Shaq's Never probably the Chet comp where it's like, yeah, I mean, he definitely came into the league with the Magic and they weren't good, but like, uh, he's probably that Chet comp where it's like. Chet is a guy you can build a team around for sure. If you're not the Oklahoma City Thunder who already have Gilgis Alexander, right? Like SGA is is so good. Like he's really, really good. And he is a guy you, he is like that prototypical guy you build a team around that's like six, 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 seven, and can do everything. Um, so like, yeah, I mean, if Chet were in San Antonio and Wemby, I think that actually where they landed is really a lot of what will happen. So Wemby is going to be that guy that you build a team around because that's exactly what they're doing. And Chet's going to end up as sort of a, an, a running mate for, for several years on potentially a very successful team. Uh, but I think honestly, equally, equally, you could build a team around either of them. Uh, Wemby is a little, if I got it, the tiebreaker goes to the person who sells tickets and that's the freak show. Mm-hmm. That's the guy who should be in a circus. So yeah, give me Wemby to build a team around. But I agree with you with the caveat that I think you get a little bit no- more of what you're getting with Chet. Easier to project exactly what he brings to the team on a yearly basis than Wemby, who can bring you a lot of different things and probably squeeze into a few different roles because he is so multifaceted. Yeah. So if, that's if, all. If you're building the Oklahoma City Thunder, you want Chet. If you're building the Spurs, you want Wemby. This worked out pro- perfect yeah. for both teams. Agree. All right, let's move on. Let's talk about the Clippers, dude. The if Clippers. Let's talk about the Clippers. You know, okay, let me just say this for a second. You know what we normally have to do like every other week is talk about the freaking Lakers. And I just get sick of it, if I'm being honest. Like, I think it makes me dislike the Lakers more that we have to talk about them all the time. So it is kind of refreshing to at least like, oh, there's a there's an even bigger shit show going on in the NBA than the Lakers. Like, great. Let's talk about that. Uh, the Clippers since the James Harden trade are oh and four. They have not won a game. Uh, they were three and two before the trade. They have not won a game with him. We got James Harden just doing, I don't know what. He came there and the first thing he said was uh, like, they were like, hey, you know, can you play in the system? Are you, can you be a system player? And, and James Harden said, quote, I am the system. That was what I'm going to burn the system to the ground. Yeah, fuck the system. I am the system. James Harden doing stuff like this, dude. 
I'm actually just going to mute that and restart it. All right. So coming up here, coming into this, coming out, wiping his shoes off. Here we go. Wiping my shoes off. You're about to get it. Little hardened step back. Air ball. <laughs> Gets it back. Comes back in here. Floater blocked. Like this, that sequence of play right there, that sequence of play basically describes what like this Clippers James Harden experiment has more or less looked like so far. Casey, I know you're not surprised. Uh, what is going wrong here? Because, because all right, I mean, yeah, what is going wrong here? You're not surprised. You, I'm sure you never thought this would work. So what is this? What's ha- what's happening here? Because the, on paper, this should work better than 0-4 for sure. Will it work great? But definitely better than than like not winning any games at all and losing to the Grizzlies who pretty much suck. Before I answer your question, I have a question for you, John. Are you yeah. prepared to admit that I was right that this is not no. going to work? No, not we'll yet. land on no, we'll land on this. I have thoughts, but go yeah, okay. but go ahead. Okay. Yeah. Uh yeah, I mean, maybe even if you saw it starting out rough and and getting better. Um, you know, I don't necessarily think it's going to get a lot better, but I, I think this is definitely something you had to look out for. I mean, there with that that many big names, you can't just do the the math of well this guy should average this many points per game and this many is you know that that's not how sports works right they have to work together as a team and with four big personalities if you have if you have four talented guys usually they have a big personality to go along with it it's not guaranteed that they're going to work together especially when you got some guys in the mix who you already know prior ball clubs have had issues with their personalities and particularly in the way of they don't like to share the spotlight you know mm-hmm. i mean Russell Westbrook, we've been calling him poison on this show. Locker room poison, not like actual human body poison. Uh, but since we started this podcast, I mean, he's probably yeah. the one guy we've, he's the meme basically for that. I think James Harden falls into the same category for sure. You know, he's he's up there in that in those poison to the locker room rankings for sure, right? Uh, I mean, look no further than how he exited his last team. Mm-hmm. I mean, this this is this was always a potential outcome and maybe it's not determined yet for sure. Right. It's early, super early. I'm not declaring, I'm not taking a victory lap yet, but uh, I don't anticipate they're going to get that much better based off the fact that they all grow closer together. They start playing better together. They all remain healthy, especially too. Uh, I just don't see the stars lining here, regardless of how much talent is on this roster. They just there's too many other factors outside of talent that can get in this team's way. And and so far, that's what's happened. Uh yeah. All right. So uh low legend of winning, he's a pretty uh, prominent creator uh around the NBA on Twitter. He he threw this out there on X, which I thought was interesting. He just said, like, crowdsourcing this. Why do you think the Clippers are struggling so much? I thought some of the I mean, this is essentially what the people are saying, right? Uh, he's not the, he's a problem. He's a poison. He's not the system. He's he's the problem. Uh, they just traded away four key players for like, you know, to chase a name. Um, four people on ball doesn't work. Defense is gone. I think these are kind of like the obvious, you know, things that you could say about it. This yeah. one's the best one. Damian Lillard and James Harden in 2023 basically look like old fat Magic Johnson and old fat who's that Dominique Wilkins or something like that. Like, Legend. Uh, yeah, the just, you know, they're just not there anymore. They're, they're, they're like washed, I guess. Uh, I think honestly, I get it. I think there's something here that is relevant from the 2020 season that I kind of want to show. 
Um, so here, I'll show this. This has sound, so. Okay, so that is from the 2020 season, the Clippers. And uh, most of the role players have turned over. Lou Williams, for example, is no longer a Clipper. That's what Lou Williams had to say about the 2020 season. Core unit is the same, though. Ty Lue is still the coach. Uh, Kawhi is still there. Paul George is still here. there. I honestly don't know, like, who... And th this is where I think the real problem is with the Clippers, is, like, who is, like, the locker room guy on the Clippers? Because I don't see Kawhi as a locker room guy. Yeah, the, George jumped out maybe, but like that doesn't feel maybe. like he does like by default. Not, but yeah. is that I don't know. He's he's I mean he's had to play that locker room guy role I think his whole career, other than the couple years he was in Oklahoma City. Um, but like you know I don't think he really I think he's a lead by example guy. I don't think he's big time locker room guy. That, James that's Harden the vibe I get too. Yeah, definitely not a locker room guy. If anyone's the locker room guy on that team, it's probably Westbrook, right? Um, and what? Westbrook's definitely a locker room guy. I will give him that. He's he's a locker room guy. Uh, and this is the guy we've talked about is locker room poison. He, I think he has that kind of. I, I think he has that MJ mentality a little bit, where like he just doesn't have a lot of patience for people, and that doesn't work with like millennials as well as it worked with like Gen X. When was right? the last time it worked um, in an NBA season, regardless of his teammates? I, I mean, look, I guess you could say the Clippers or the, I mean, he was with the Lakers last year. They made it to the Western conference finals after trading him given, but uh, he was with the Clippers last year. They got to the playoffs. I mean, he spent a lot of years with OKC. That was, that were really good years. Like he's had plenty of good, good years. I, look, Pretty I've, far been, removed, though. I've been the, I'm, I've been the biggest advocate for Russell Westbrook, not being good. He was good on the, the Rockets yeah. were good too. I mean, yeah, he's been on every team he's been on. It's been more, has been a playoff team. I think he's inefficient. I think he takes dumb shots, right? That's what I think about Russell Westbrook. But he does want to win. He definitely has that like dog in him, maybe more than anybody. Uh, but I, I, I think that like what we're really looking at here is I don't think Kawhi Leonard likes playing basketball that much. I think Paul George like Paul George likes basketball. Okay, it's it's a job though. Uh, I don't know. Like of all the guys, I think he's probably the one who likes playing basketball the most. Russ likes playing basketball, but like you can't trust him to shoot. And then you got like their role players that you are can basically trust him to shoot. Like you can't trust him to make it. Yeah, you can't trust him to. Yeah, you can't trust him score. when he shoots. Yes, <laughs> uh, you can trust him to score at the rim, <laughs> but but like you just can't trust any shot he's going to take because he'll take a dumb one and miss it. Uh, but I think. Uh, Honestly, what we're looking at here is like we're looking at a team that like they're older, they're not really full of piss and vinegar like they need to be to win a championship. And the main thing here is like tactically, Ty Lu switches everything. There's two coaches in the NBA that like never change their defensive scheme no matter what. And that's Mike Budenholzer, who's not an NBA coach anymore, and Ty Lu. Mike Budenholzer always plays drop, meaning on a pick and roll, big man is always dropped back, right? Ty Lue switches everything. If you play for a Ty Lue team, you have to be able to guard one through five. That worked just fine 
because Kawhi's a good defender, PG's a good defender, Russ is a good defender. You you have to be a good defender to play on. You have to be a two way player to play on a Ty Lue team. Guess who isn't a two way player? Freaking oh, Fatty McFatburger himself, James yeah. Harden. He's capable of it. He will lock up. He just doesn't want to play defense, right? Like he doesn't want to play that like switch everything system. So what are we doing, right? Luca gives him whatever forty four points or something like that. Doing what? Targeting James Harden. Switch, switch me, like come run picks until I get the switch I want and I can attack James Harden because he doesn't want to play defense. He'll play in a crucial possession at the end of the game, but he just doesn't want to play that switch everything defense. So honestly, all, all this is like when this will start working is probably when some of their superstars get hurt and they're not trying to play with all four of these guys. And that's, that's what they've been doing at the end of the day. I think it's not a bad move, honestly, to do this trade, uh, I think that sounds crazy because it's like, why would it be a good move? But you, you're a person who doesn't think it's a good move, right? But did, what did you think the Clippers were going to do before? I, I don't. I didn't anticipate they would necessarily make what I would consider a good move. But I, I think this is like a candidate for like stripping down to bolts and and rebuilding. Well, that's what this is, right? This is like, well, let's throw a Hail Mary, see if it works. How can it be and, a rebuild when you keep your same two like it's four just, guys? It, it, this is a Hail Mary. We're going to throw a Hail Mary. Yeah. High risk, high that's reward. That's not a rebuild, though. That's not yeah, a reload. That's a reload. Rebu- that's like a reload. It's going to be a rebuild in one to two years. That's that's where they're at. They're like, we're gonna yeah. we, let's take one last shot at this with this group, and then mm-hmm. you know if it doesn't work, we'll 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 tear it down. Yeah, and I um, guess I'm I would anticipate not I, like I've already done like not a lot of team success in those one to two years. They try to like scrape together success and say why not just cut to the chase and rebuild earlier, get to the next stage, the next. I think uh, I think there's a lot of reasons for that. Quicker. I think well, what's <laughs> What does the next era of success represent for the Clippers? When what's the most successful Clippers team ever? This one. Yeah. Like there's no the Clippers have never had success. They're always that other team in LA. So like I don't know right that that's now, change. They're they're about that. Well, at least so at least this move has done that. We're talking about them instead of the Lakers. Everybody's talking about them instead of the Lakers. So they are the team in LA that everybody's talking about. They got that going for them, but because they're good, though, is it because they're no. good? I mean, it's no, it's, it's attention. That's it's not atten- an accomplishment. I didn't say it was, good, att- I say it was good attention. I said Could it was giving attention. them like false accomplishments. They're not. They're not a good team. This they're is bad what team. I'm. This is what I'm saying. The floor. The floor on this move was not nothing. Like, what was the floor that they're going to suck? Right. What yep. was the floor already? What did you think they were already going to do? You already thought they were going to suck, right? So why does it matter well, if they try this? Well, well, hold on. No, no. The floor in a rebuild is higher than the floor that they p- potentially face here. Oh, the floor in a rebuild sucking is when you th- You're thinking about it completely from the wrong... You're not thinking about it from a roster-building point of view at all. Mm-hmm. Like, you could you could potentially have acquired assets that appreciate in value as opposed to having assets that are depreciating in value as they reach this later fat part of their careers. Yeah, you're not going to do that when you're going to a new arena next year. You got to sell tickets, dude. Like, you're not going to do that when you're doing that. And you're, and you just like, but you know, when you're the Clippers, you just don't really have that. Right. Like, well, I guess you have to judge. Ever had. John, you have to judge success on whether you're making headlines or whether you're winning ball games. They're not winning games. They're not more successful. Like, they're not successful. So the, yeah. So the ceiling of this is is way higher probably than it was before. Uh, the floor of this. The ceiling is higher. That. The floor is. Way lower because I don't if think you suck I don't with think the four floor. guys who should be Hall of Famers on yeah, your name, team. Yeah, name me that's a successful. So bad. You got to name me a successful rebuild that Ty Lue or any management of the Clippers has ever done. 
or even like there's just not that many successful rebuilds period like but that would be a part of the rebuild is you would be moving on from the head coach i mean i would assume i don't know their their i mean ownership management and it front office like there's not that many successful rebuilds ever the clippers have never had one other than this one so so why does any team ever rebuild then they because they think they can do it but they never really can so the clippers are at least being realistic about that it's like like the success rate on success rate on rebuilds is like 20 percent. you know like it's eventually usually what happens is like oh we're gonna rebuild it doesn't really work eventually maybe we get like a good lottery pick or a good draft pick and that guy ends up being better than we thought it's almost always somebody ends up being better than we thought he was gonna be and uh and now we're good again but it wasn't really part of the rebuild it was like oh we got lucky we got back in it uh it's the women the spurs spurs did not do a successful rebuild they sucked for long enough that they got a good draft pick. And this guy happened to be good. When they started their rebuild, they didn't even know Weminyama existed, right? So it's like, th- this is usually how it goes. The rebuilds aren't really that successful. Uh, so I-, I think the Spurs are being realistic about that. The floor on this is like, they suck for years. And the floor before was that they suck for years. Yeah, it's. Di- I'm saying context matters. It is way more of a letdown, way lower floor play for your organization if you suck just as bad with four guys who are supposed to be dominant players in the league than four like young players who you're hoping appreciate and yeah. value by season's end. That's all I'm saying. They win the same amount of games with those guys. That's much more depressing for the, the fan base. Like, man, doesn't matter what. There's we no. Do. There's no. There's no guys who could realistically appreciate by season's end uh, that they could have gotten. Like nobody. Oh, well, okay, that yeah. might be the case. Maybe, maybe. I mean, rebuilds in the NBA are like maybe we're appreciate we're grabbing an asset that's going to appreciate in like three years. We hope, like maybe. Like, well, let me put it this way: you definitely could have gotten guys who have a better chance of that than a James Harden or a Russell Westbrook. Yeah, no, I mean, this is a hail mary. This is what that's what this is. Yeah, it I mix of desperation is. I think what I, I think it's a fine hail mary, right? Because what's been their biggest problem? It's health, right? It's the health of their superstars. So like, okay, well, let's get another superstar so that when these guys aren't healthy, we have another one. Um, will it work? I, I understand that. That, it, that to me is, by the way, that's the best point you've made in this argument. I think. It, probably I think that is the it probably won't work, but they'll probably still be like a second round team. Uh, okay. I mean, I, I if you believe that, then I can see how you think that that's like enough success to, to fend off the inevitable. I guess I don't I guess I don't well, see them even getting that far. So that's like it's it's digging a bigger hole, I think, when you're just putting yeah. off the inevitable. If they don't if they don't make okay, if they don't get out of the first round, if they like I predicted earlier, if they go play yeah. in and play out, like then would you have wished they would you have taken a mulligan with a different outlook completely on this season? Not if I were them, no. Because, I mean, the only way you ever get a ring probably is with this, it's with this Harold Mary. If you're the Clippers, dude, ring opportunities come around once every 50 years for you. You've got none, I'm pretty sure. I guess I I don't see this as a legitimate opportunity. So that's the difference we, we have right now. I don't. I really don't think they can. They look terrible. They're they're playing terrible. So. I mean, there's but, no there's no other way they could have done it than by doing something like this. Like, maybe you don't see this as a legitimate opportunity. But there's no way they could have like, oh, let's burn it down and we'll win win a ring from that. Like, that well, we don't know what the other option would have looked like. What the other road certainly not this year. Like, they would not have. Oh, for sure not this year. year. No, 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 no. But which path leads to a quicker ring? Because the honest to God, like answer of when do the Clippers win a ring might be 20 years from now, <laughs> like might be longer. Well, I don't think it's ever right. Like this is the yeah. best chance they have ever had to win a ring ever. I don't think they've ever won one. And I don't think they've ever even been close. So like, 
like you might as well just milk this chance for everything you got. Cause it's not going to happen again. Uh, especially, you know, if you just built a new stadium and you need to sell tickets, that's definitely a consideration. I get it. I don't think it'll work, but I think they will probably be, uh, yeah, like a second round team. Yeah. I think it's immense, especially the selling tickets kind of thing. I mean, why would they ever change from what they're doing now? It seems like a nice place for like elder statesmen to go and let their career slowly. Yeah, just be the Raiders. Away. Just be the Raiders of the NFL. I don't know whatever. if the Raiders are even, I- they used, hey, I've been the, they used to be their that used to be their identity. It maybe not isn't anymore, but yeah. Um. Anyway, all right, Clippers. I don't know if we land in that plane, but Clippers suck. Yeah, Clippers suck. They until do. they don't. Until they don't. That part is definitive. Until it's not. They do so, suck right now. What What would be the wager you'd be willing to place with me on the Clippers? They don't make the playoffs. Would you be willing? No, to that's there? that's a little steep, right? Like it would be. I don't think they make the second round. What would you? What would you be willing to wager? Hmm. I mean, what do you want to wager? <laughs> We're doing this live. Uh, I don't know. We can talk about it. We can come back to it. Uh, but no, I think they're. I think they make the playoffs for sure. If they catch a bad match, if they catch the Nuggets. Then maybe they don't make the second round. Well, I mean, if they have, they're gonna have a low seed, I think. So I think that if they it catch, makes if it they catch the Nuggets, the they don't make the second round. I think pretty much anyone else in the West, they definitely have a puncher's chance of making the second round. Okay. All I right. mean, I mean, I I get it. Be, what you. are we talking about? Suns, Timberwolves, Kings, uh, Warriors, Warriors. Yeah, I mean, Warriors ever. Warriors don't have that much better of a record than the Lakers right or than the Clippers right now. So they got Steph, baby. I yeah. mean, come on, who is Steph on their team? Oh, no Kawhi. Ways. I mean. Yeah, we Kawhi. just did a him. I agree, Kawhi is him, but Kawhi also probably has the best chance of just being unavailable. And like, I mean, he could be hurt, like, you know, yeah, could be way more so than um, a guy like Steph is, you know. They, I, I would say that they have, I mean, Steph is Steph's a one of one, but they have 100%. Kawhi, that's why I think, they yeah, Ka- Kawhi, Kawhi is a one of one as well at his best. James Harden's also sure, a one of one as sure. well at his best. Uh, I don't think he, he's been at his best in a long time, he hasn't been at his best in a minute. Uh, was he on a leash? Was it the leash? Rockets Harden was was great. He's always been good. I mean, he was on a leash probably in Brooklyn and in and in Philly. So you know, if other guys are hurt and he's off the leash, does he do better? I don't know. If he if he actually is the system, the problem is the defensive system. He can't play in the defensive system, and if he can fix that, he's capable of it. So he would actually have to want to hustle on defense. If he does get to that point where he's like, I want to win bad enough that I'll hustle on defense, then I think the Clippers could end up being pretty deadly. If that's what our bet hinges on, I feel okay with my stance then, you know, like it feels yeah. the way you just framed that. I didn't like that for your odds, but okay. I mean, Hey, I, I get, I get your points though. And I can't disagree getting, with them. I, I think he's getting old that. enough that he's desperate to win, you know? Um, and he's probably also desperate for like, Hey, I mean, I'm going to be out of the league soon. So I should cash in or or, you know, maybe the, hang out long enough to join whatever team, Forms in Las Vegas. I think that's his real plan. Dude, he's leading the league and he will be the, eating, he, like, he will, during the game. I think he will create body. he will create his own economy in Las Vegas. Just uh, strip clubs and restaurants, all of it. He will. There will be a whole James Harden economy. There's already a big economy there. Harden's Harden, the Harden, like with the little posture, like Harden. the Harden Rock Cafe, all of it. Um, yeah. I was going. All that. right, let's move on. Damian Lillard is Damian Lillard washed. Twitter is a buzz, Casey. The Twitter's the Twitter sphere is a buzz. Uh, Dame had a pretty bad game last night. Uh, he was. What do we got here? Let's see. Let's see if I can find it. I think I can. I think I can. Little engine that could. Name that book. Yeah. 
said those things in reverse order. Pretty sure it's a little engine that could, right? Uh, Yeah, so this is how people were feeling about Dame last night. Just freaking bricking everything. I think he finished the night. I got it here, actually. He finished the night with uh this was toward this is at the beginning of the fourth quarter he had eight points on three of 14 one of nine for the three-point line uh at the end of the game he ended the game went off in the fourth quarter just freaking lit it up with four points in the fourth quarter three of 17 shooting so his shooting got worse one of nine from the three-point line uh this has been a lot of people are kind of saying like what is the you know uh this is sort of the 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 kind of conspiracy on dame is that he was never actually that good he's just always been on this team where he can like inflate his stats and he can be the guy and he can take however many shots he wants so far in milwaukee he is shooting 40 percent from the field only 29.3 percent from the three-point line uh i don't know what do you think here casey dame washed not washed to you uh i think you you brought up like two separate things kind of right like it's kind of like Dame wash, not wash is one. This, and this also bad, has Dame been game, over this bad game triggered this, this conversation that Twitter, right? The other A-buzz. side is like, is Dame, has he always been kind of overhyped and we just didn't notice Ooh. it. Right. Ooh. Like that's, that was, yeah, yeah. you okay, brought that up okay. a little bit, right? Like, sure. was, I mean, that was a question you asked there a little bit um, yeah. in different words. I think the second question is pretty for sure. No. I mean, what are we talking about? We've seen him be good at basketball. He's good at basketball. Yeah. I think there is, an acknowledgement that should be made like, yeah, of course, when you are so clearly the guy for your team, there's opportunity all over the place, but you lose that opportunity. If you're not efficient over as much time as Dame was that guy there, right? Yeah. Like that's just crazy to think. No, he was never really good. That's crazy. So I'm, that's as far as I want to entertain that. Now, is he washed? Like is a little bit older player, new team, new, new things to work around. Um, I'm not in that camp either, honestly. I can't even pretend to be. That doesn't make sense to me. This is just early. I mean, if we're bailing out the Clippers, if we're giving them any kind of narrative, we're like, no, I mean, this stuff's going to work out. I would much sooner. I mean, you're, you're give, not, so you're you're free to not bail out anything. That's what I'm saying. I would, I would much sooner bail out a situation like a single player on a team that was already pretty freaking good, and they just kind of have to, like, figure out one moving piece, even though it's a big piece. It's not these four pieces. Yeah just banging against each other. So I, I think that this is a matter of time before it clicks in to some degree, at least maybe he doesn't ever rise to the exact same efficiency metrics. He was hitting in Portland. If that's, if that's what people want to hear, then maybe that's efficiency and volume. I I mean, he, he was highly efficient on a lot of volume. Was he, is it realistic that he's going to do that kind of volume with another superstar there? Probably less likely. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But Uh, that doesn't mean he's washed. That's we we need to, those are extreme. Yeah, here's here's a here's another. So I mean, uh, some other narratives I'll throw at you. You know, this is this this was always the case. This is why the Blazers never got anywhere with them. I mean, other than the time they got to the Western Conference Finals, and other than the time they made a playoffs, pretty much every freaking year he was there, other than the last couple. Like he like a small. We have to understand about small market teams. Really, a common thing that like from big market fans, like they didn't do anything if they didn't get to a championship or win a championship. It's like small market teams. That's just not how it works, man. Like you kind of hang around, you do the, you do the Mavericks, the 2011 Mavericks thing. You hang around and you get in the playoffs and you hang around and you get in the playoffs. And then one year when everything clicks, it works. Or that's the 2019 Raptors thing. You hang around, get in the playoffs, hang around as a second round team, hang around as a first round team. And you just hang around and hang around. And then one year you get that opportunity and everything clicks. And that's like, 
you know, that's just what the Blazers were for a long time. And it just never broke through. All right. So yeah, like to say he did nothing yeah. with the Blazers and the Blazers weren't good with it. Like that's just false. They were a winning record team when he was there. He was in the playoffs every year. He was made it to the Western conference finals. I like, I don't know what else you want from a small market team. Like it just never broke through. That's fine. do you think that there might be something to this? Cause maybe I'm sensing uh kind of a, a common denominator here. Is it possible that guys with, lesser chops on defense not really known for being a defensive force have maybe a little bit more uh like a harder time coming in and being immediately as effective as people want right because like defense typically is one of those things yeah. that shows up almost every night same thing with like speed like hustle players kind of tend to, even if it doesn't show up on the stat sheet that ability shows up every night shooting is so volatile even if you're the best shooter you know if you're a 40 percent shooter Guess what? That means you miss half half of those shots, over half of those shots. Like it's so volatile on any given night. It's tough to just show up, new circumstances all the way around, and do one of the hardest things there is to do in sports. Uh, that's why I think maybe we're seeing some of these like offensive known powerhouses guys, like the Hardens, the Dames, these older guys yeah. who you'd be like, it'd be automatic for them to put up forty a night. Like I don't think that that's like reasonable to ask. Yeah, another another conspiracy theory here that I think is like. Well, let's see what you think about this. Uh, is that he wanted to go to Miami, and so this is it. This is he's 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 like doing a single player tank, basically. Yeah, uh, probably. Probably that. Thing. Yeah. So this is a good one. Yeah, never thought of it like that. That's 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 most it. likely scenario. I think. I Dame's think that's agent what it is. Tried to tell us if he ain't going to Miami, he ain't gonna play. Uh, so that's the other conspiracy theory. Does that like should we address that even, or can we just be like, no, that's not. He wants a ring. The only reason he wanted to leave the Blazers is because of a ring. This is probably gives him a better chance than he even would have had in Miami. So I think that's just like off base personally, but I don't know. You want to well, address it? Would you like to say something about that? The interests that the Italian government have in the betting in NBA uh, goes as such that the uh, they need the dynamics. To, no, this isn't. I don't like it at all. It's, I don't yeah. know. There's nothing. There's nothing there. Bad take. All right. So here's another kind of interesting one I'll throw at you. Um, because this is this is where I think you might divert from me a little bit, maybe. All right. So do you, I mean, this to me is, I, so I know that last person, I know who he is. That's Brian Windhorse. He is not a 76ers like commentator. He's an ESPN guy. And right. Um, but the first guy, I don't know who the, the first two seems to be. He was talking at least about the Sixers. I, d I don't know. I don't know who the first two are to me. That feels like, I don't know who they are, but that feels like it's gotta be a Sixers homer take. 
because uh, it feels crazy to me that you're like, yep, rest of the season, I'd rather have Maxi based on five games. I'm like, you really think this is Dame like at his best? Like, come on. Well, I mean, that's kind of the question is, was anybody going to get Dame at their best? I think it's like the kind of the way that he's trying to frame it, at least not that I sure. agree. Okay. But I think this is like a this, this is why it mattered. I was trying to figure it out at the beginning. Obviously, it was the 76ers uh, is the team they were talking about. But I wasn't immediately sure whether this was like a Bucks commentator or 76ers, because um, I think that plays a huge part in this is like, which team are we talking about? as far as who would you rather have, right? If we were going back to like the Clippers, right? Like that's kind of the same thing. Like in my view, blow it up, try to get a younger guy who could evolve like a Tyrese Maxey involved, which was never in the cards either for the Clippers actually, but you would have been all in on Dame. Let's go try to win this ring. Yeah. Uh, So I think that's kind of the thing. If you're the Bucks, you want Dame. Like you already got Giannis. You need to go win now. If you're the Sixers, it's a little bit more of how do you see the future? I could see a path where you're they like, feel, they still the... pretty win now as well. Right. That's Indeed. true. That's true. Yeah. But less so maybe than the Bucks is all I'm trying to like see the difference at least. Um, and if you were a worse team, for sure, I would say Maxi is the better building block for the future. The way he framed it is like rest of season. I didn't love that because I think Dame probably finishes either that's, way with the That's exactly how he framed it. And that, that's the issue that I'm like, if you want to say who's got better future in three, sure, Dame might not even be in the year, league in three years. Uh, but like I would put, I would make this wager standard fantasy scoring. Give me Dame, you take Maxi. Like I pretty, I, I'll take that bet. I wouldn't take um, that bet. Uh, but, but I think to his point though, when you're saying like rest of season, who would you rather have? I guess I'm also assuming, I don't know their contracts. You have a very high chance of having them for the next year as well. And, and maybe even continually. So yeah, with I, that I think mindset, you're throwing in some bail on his statement. I think his statement whether he framed it wrong and he was thinking about it like that. Like, I think the statement of like, who do you, uh, well, I, I mean, interpret it as who do you think is going to have a better season, which James like, going to have a better season. I, yeah. I was trying to make it interesting here, John. Yeah, I get you. I, I, I mean, I, this is like, I hated that take worse than any other thing that I read about this whole thing. I can tell, I can tell me, you did. Yeah. <laughs> let me give you, and of course I'm a Dame Homer, but like, let me give you the, the, here's, there's a few reasonable people on Twitter who are still on team Dame here. So let me give you the other side in case you've been convinced by all these Twitter people. Uh, first of all, stat muse. Love that Satmuse tweeted this because they're like impartial, you know, players with 30 plus clutch points this season, Dame, Steph, that's it. That's the list in a, in a quote unquote bad season. He still has more clutch points than anyone else other than Steph, other than like the other guy. He's kind of a Walmart version of Steph, right? Uh, Dame always plays bad in November. Right. So Dame always plays bad in November. So here's November, 2022 averaging 22.3 points, nine assists, 3.8 rebounds in the first six games in November. And this year, 22.4 points, five assists, 3.4 rebounds in five games. So really common that Dame is maybe just not really in shape yet. Like he's, he, I don't think he's, you know, a super conditioned. I don't think he does a ton of off season conditioning, right? Like he gets in shape while he's playing basketball. Uh, this play, this post early season Dame is basically putting up Jalen Brown numbers. We're not sitting here talking about how Jalen Brown's not good. Like Jalen Brown's good. This is the numbers we expect him to put up. Jalen Brown is the second option on his team. Okay. What is Dame now? Dame is potentially the second option on his team. Now Uh, uh, he's a guy like Jalen Brown who can be the first option on any given night, but for the most part, you want the other guy to be the first option. Uh, And then finally, the most reasonable person that's ever been on Twitter ever uh, saying, 
All y'all saying Damian Lillard is washed. It's one bad game on a team that has a winning record and is third in the East. Get your shit posts out while you can because it won't last long. That's what I have to say. That guy about seems, it. seems like an idiot. What a dumb take. Super smart guy. This is what they're doing. They're like, let's make this bad Dame thing. Let's get all of our stuff out now because he just had a bad enough game to throw off his averages, right? So it's like, he hasn't had that many games and this one was bad enough to throw off his averages. So we can be like, oh, look how bad he's been since he started in Milwaukee. It's like, well, yeah. But if you take out the one bad shooting, you didn't post that yesterday for a reason, buddy. Uh, So yeah, I mean, look, this is... This happens to superstars or Dame a lot because he does start slow. Uh, and like, it's like, hurry up. It's November 15th. Better get our J- Dame shit posts out before he starts playing good. Uh, so yeah, I have no doubt in my mind that like, he's definitely going to have a better season than Maxi. He's not washed. He's going to turn it around. I still like the Bucks as a team. I do think that I have defensive concerns. Uh, I, and I'd also think that the Celtics are incredibly good and going to be tough to beat in the East. I don't think the Sixers are, are going to stay this hot. Uh, so I think the Bucks have a shot to come out of the East. I think the Celtics are probably still the favorite, but if the, if the Bucks are going to win again, this is probably the, the unit to do it with. If you're going to have a Celtics team that is as stacked as it is. I agree with everything you just said. Can I ask you one question? Semi-related. You can. Your Utah Jazz. They can acquire one of those players right now. Who would you rather have? They would acquire Maxi, but they're on a whatever. No, 20, I'm asking you. Who would you rather range. acquire? Who would you rather acquire? Like, does because like uh, that's the view, right? Is like, yeah, we're not a win get... now team, right? So Maxi would be the answer, or yeah, we're not a win now team. It would be Maxi. Yeah, uh, I agree with we, that. So that's, we couldn't that's capitalize only... on Dame. We like getting Dame. We just couldn't capitalize on that right now. Well, that said though, if Dame was was frustrated and we had a chance to get him, we have the assets right now to put a team around him quickly. Like, mm-hmm. and and we do have other like Larry Larry Markinen is probably a good like second best player. Um, mm-hmm. so you already oh, get yeah. pretty good with Dame and Markinen, and then we have the young assets and the picks to like put another like third best player, that type of person around. Like we could probably be a championship team really, really quickly if we got him. Uh, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't think would, that would Maxi come in and be the second best player right away. Probably at least. Yeah. yeah. He'd be the first, second or first best player. Yeah. Oh, wow. First best maybe. Over yeah. Wow. He might be better than Larry. Yeah. Wow, that's that's hot. That 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 it, feels hot takey. A lot of it, from a, a lot jazz of is, from a jazz fan, it feels very hot takey. Larry's good. I mean, he's not like yeah, he's not a guy you good. want as your best player. You know, no, but that's not the yeah. No, I agree with that too. But the, that, Ma- that doesn't Maxie, mean that he's automatically. I'll put it this. Way. I'll put it this way. If we got Dame, it would be like, oh, we got to do a lot of crap really quick. You know, that, that, and I, I agree I would, with that big time. And now. we could, and we could do it, and Danny Ainge could pull it off, and we have the assets for it. But I just wouldn't have the confidence that we would be able to do a lot of stuff really quick and like really execute it perfectly. And whereas it doesn't get, feel like a jazz move either. Whereas right? if you get Maxi, basically you're saying, okay, we still have time to put another piece in here or let other players develop or or kind of whatever happens. You know what I mean? Markinen and, and Maxi still have a lot of room to develop. So uh yeah, it just like it doesn't feel as rushed. So I don't know. On the one hand, I do think getting a guy like Dame and still having the assets we have is probably one of the better shots we could ever have at a, at a ring getting maxi would feel like, Oh, this is the classic jazz team thing where we're going to be yeah. a second round team. 
Like we're going to get back to being a second round team or maybe a conference final team, but like, yeah, like it's fun. It's, it's nice to have a team that is good enough to get into the playoffs and you can keep watching in the off season. Uh, but like, yeah, I guess I just don't have confidence. We'll ever win a ring. So I guess it doesn't matter if that's your only <laughs> measurement of success. That's so. so sad, but, uh, I'm not a fan like of Mexico. any, I'm not a fan of any team that's ever won a championship. I'm a Vikings Mariners and jazz fan, buddy. Like, I don't think I will ever win a championship as a fan. It doesn't feel that unrealistic that whatever Maxi's contract situation is that he might end up on the jazz. It feels like he plays jazz basketball kind of, I mean, <laughs> I mean the new, ba- new, new look jazz do play a little bit different brand of basketball. That's for sure. It probably fits what he does. Ma- and he still plays some defense, seems, you know, he seems like he could blend. He can, he yeah. can blend pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. Tyrese Maxi, new, uh, new guard for Utah. Jazz. I'm not hating on Maxi. I'm just saying he's not as good as Dame this season. That's crazy. That's no, wild. I, I don't really think anybody who's not shit posting actually believes that either. I think they got you. I think they got you. All three, two of the three of those. Windhorse didn't commit to the take, uh, but like the other two guys were like committed to the take, which is either they're Sixers commentators and they're just being hopeful, or I mean I, they did the right thing for the content. Maybe that's just I it. opposite. It, I think if you're a Sixers fan or a Sixers person, you have that take. If you're not confident, that's why right. again you would want Maxi over Dame. Yeah. That's, this, these aren't the guys anyway. That that kind of take right there <laughs> is the exact kind of thing that fans of second round teams say. Yeah. <laughs> like that they're like, oh yeah, like they're just always fooling themselves into being hopeful. Like, ah, oh, yeah. we're not really the best, but like, but yeah, I th- do Maxi. This is so totally what he's doing. It's totally sustainable. That's what like yeah. fans of second round teams. Do. I've just I've had that second round fan take too many times it, it happens that's for a reason i mean yeah. i agree that that's that's i but to, that's why they have that is because they're not really that yeah yeah that's no, I, i'm with Dame, it, dame's gonna be good dame's good dame's good at basketball dame's a good basketball player the bucks are gonna be fine in fact they are fine they're good yeah, like they're why good. are we even pit, like getting mad at dame for oh he's not putting up his they're not like they're winning basketball games that's the main thing he cares about so i had for third in the east yeah, they're tied for third in the East, and like we're and even looking at them, you can tell. Oh, they're not totally dialed in yet; they're still winning. So I think they're let's all put, right. Let's put an actual comp in here. Not Tyrese Maxey. Is as much as we're not trying to hate on him, it's not the same caliber of player. Let's take a guy who is on the real come up in a similar fashion that we like a lot. We're high on Tyrese. Exactly six and four. Okay. Both teams are six and four, tied with each other in the East. The other, the other Tyrese, the other white meat, yeah, oh, the other yeah, dark oh. meat. I Other didn't even Tyrese, realize yeah. they had the same first name, uh, but you knew who I was talking about. I mean, we yeah. both are Hallie over over Maxi, right? That's pretty. I like Hallie. Yeah, I mean, yeah. dude, I love distributors though. Like my favorite player of all time is John Stockton. All right, so like, yeah. I definitely have like a uh, like a, a tendency to like guys who distribute, even if they're not as good. So, so this, but this I'm is a, fully this... aware that my bias is like, oh, I will just always love Tyrese Halliburton because of the way he plays basketball. If we conceded that some teams in the Dame versus Tyrese Maxey conversation, it's the right answer for some teams to say, yeah, Maxey's a better choice, actually. Yeah. Then the Hallie Lillard one has to be way closer, in my opinion. Because even with even a team like the Bucks, not that Hallie was up for grabs, right? But like, talk about distributors. If you can distribute the ball to Giannis, I mean, how many assists would Hallie have every game? 
I don't think it'd be that much more. Dude, he's got 12.2 already. How many more assists can you have? He's really good at it. He's really, really good at it. He's it's part of his game. A lot, a lot of it is system. A lot of it is system stuff. So like if he switched, he would be, he was assist would drop for a while. Like once you really learn the system and learn where guys like the ball and, and stuff like that, yeah. that's when you really start diamond. If you're, if you're a distributor. So uh, it would drop a little bit, but like, I get, I get what you're saying. It, uh, but a lot of his assists aren't like that, like lob style, like thing that like Giannis likes it's a lot of getting yeah. the ball to do buddy healed is is an incredibly high percentage three-point shooter and he finishes a lot of Tyrese Halliburton times so I you know I think it's that's stuff like that true. honestly yeah yeah that's super it, true. actually being put, on the put, bucks, put put shooters around Tyrese because he kind of is a driving kick guy I don't know if if the bucks are like the right fit for him he's yeah. a guy who can blend he can blend anywhere for sure but that, that's what I was going to say he might actually just look a little bit he, he might actually score more often with a little less defensive pressure just yeah, just everybody so much more focused on Giannis. Uh, right. Maybe he has fewer assists and and more points actually. So the, anyway, the fact that he's this, he's right his there. team's best scoring threat, like opens up a lot of dimes for him for sure. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, dude, that was a fun basketball episode. We disagreed on stuff, and usually yeah. you're just like, I don't I, know. I'm not happy with some of your takes at all. I don't I like know. them. Uh, the gross. I, you specifically don't like how I feel about the Clippers, and I, I just think that the Clippers are like, I mean, they're not going to be bad. They're not. They're, and I, I but I also say, just think like it's the best the chance they got. Like realistically, I don't think the Clippers are ever going to win anything. But this is best chance. This is as good a chance they have as any. Yeah, and I don't actually disagree with anything with your Dame take either. I just feel bad that I feel like the trolls got you. I feel like they got you. I feel like yeah, it was the like trolls. the 1% of the internet. You were like shouting back at the 1% of the internet. He was, kind of thing. So I was trying to look at all of the, like anything trending from the, he was the most trending topic in the NBA today. Uh, and it was like mostly shit posting. So is that true? First of all, maybe I'm just a Twitter loser, but I feel like trending is all just like based off of, by, by, by number of, I'm going by number of posts. So yes, okay, it, does, okay, it shows then, you the number of posts. Yeah. Nice. Yeah then i mean hey i know people are looking for stuff to talk about i i dude it's like you got to get the damn shit posts out while you can that's what it is uh okay that's the pod guys so if you are on youtube watching this we appreciate you hit the like button hit the subscribe button hit the bell notification comment on this video if you want to win a 25 dollars gift card tell me what you think about this dame versus maxi debate i'm watching our playback chat our live chat i haven't really acknowledged you guys that's a, i'm sorry about that but it's mostly because they disagree with me and i don't want to acknowledge them and i'm kind of I, my my feelings are a little bit hurt they mostly disagree that they say that maxi is better than dame uh so let me know what y'all think about dame if you're watching this on youtube if you're watching on or if you're listening on a podcast app head over to our youtube channel and let me know what you think about dame either on this video on our on our triple cross basketball channel or on the like full episode video there's probably going to be a well this is going to be the full episode video either on the dame video on our triple cross basketball channel or on this video on our on our triple cross podcast channel let me know what you think about the clippers about dame i think a lot of people don't i'm, I'm just in like i'm in the buying low phase right now so i think i'm gonna get a lot of hate for all of this honestly it's definitely um, the the situation qualifies for buying low i mean i'm buying low on everything right now so uh um, yeah let me know what you all think Am I just an idiot? We're, we are a have. What have you done for me lately, League? I get it. All right. Uh, so if you hate on me, I won't be mad. Uh, that is it. Subscribe, like, follow on whatever platform you're on, and uh, join us on playback sometime. 